eliminate threat. I pull the sun from the sky to freeze the future of time and drift as one through the Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Cyberpunk Edgerunners. I'm your host, Troy. This episode is entitled, Lucky You. The episode starts with a scene of David in the middle of using the San Devastan, and he watches Kiwi run slowly past him while Maine is screaming something at him, and there is a bunch of droplets of water or some fluid in the air. And then it cuts straight to the intro sequence. We return to the show with the crew hanging out at Afterlife, uh, which is a, I believe, a strip club. As Dorio says that nobody is coming because Tanaka swapped venues like Faraday said. Maine is annoyed that Faraday won't tell them what they are after, and Dorio asks that Maine allows her to sick Kiwi on Arasaka, and Maine agrees. Then he asks if he can fuck Dorio. She elbows him in the mouth, but then starts to make out with him. Maine gets a call from David while he's making out with Dorio, and Maine says he promised to call, or David says that Maine promised to call him when something came came up, but David hasn't heard from him. David says he just wants to learn the ropes, and Maine sends him to meet Aldo. Once he goes to meet Aldo, Aldo tells him that David is Pilar's carrier pigeon, and if he hadn't wrecked the Arasaka limo, he could have sold it for some eddies. David apologizes, and Aldo says that time will tell if David is the shit or just another shit stain. This episode's going to move a little faster, and there's a reason for it, but we'll get there. David walks away and slinks past two police officers, and he gets to meet with Becca. She answers the door in just her black brown panties with a gun aimed right at David's head. She has more of those red tattoos in her midsection and a band around her right leg. She asks him what's up, and David says he has a package for Pilar. Becca yells, yo bro, it's for you, which David, and as far as I know, the audience, didn't know that these two were siblings. Pilar snatches it out of David's hand, uh, and it is actually a pair of cyber hands. Becca asks if she needs to grant David his release, or uh, what, and he asks if there's anything else that he can do. Pilar tells him to fuck off and asks Becca to tip him on his way out. She then shoots his new hands, which doesn't do anything because they're bulletproof, and then flips him off, telling him to pay David himself. Becca pays him 20,535 eddies, which David loses his shit over. She laughs at him about getting excited over the money and tells him she will see him soon. So, it is a little weird that she's just running around in underwear with her brother there, but considering how the world is, I'm just going to move past it, honestly. Um, Becca has a lot of fun. I know that there's a lot of people online who don't like the fact that she is drawn to look like she might be underage, even though she is not. Um, she has, she's, she's very tiny, you know? Um, 
And typically, in any kind of cartoon you'd watch, somebody drawn like her would be underage. But she is not. But obviously, I understand people like to throw around different words. If you if you like Becca, I I just like the fact that she's funny and, and a fun character. But I can I can understand it. But also like in this world where depravity is sort of encouraged, I, it wouldn't shock me to to know that she modified herself to look that way in order to get certain advantages. Uh, we don't get any sort of things about that, but yeah, she definitely is an adult, and um, she is a lot of fun. Let's just put it that way. David gets a call from Lucy asking him to meet her. They are still pretty cold with each other, and she says Maine forced her to do this. We then cut to Maine calling Lucy and saying that she needs to put David to work, calling him a stray. Lucy then calls David chopsticks and says he doesn't look like he has the build to be a punk. Maine tells him to get more chrome, and as he is, one of the guys attacks them. We get a montage of the crew fighting a bunch of different guys while David recovers from getting a bat to the dome piece. This episode's going to be sort of montage heavy, and it's going to try to cover a lot of ground, just because of the fact that we are sort of transitioning from David being a newbie in the ranks to being a more kind of seasoned vet of the ranks, but not a lot of time, so we still do get that kind of like fish out of water syndrome with David. They attempt to go into a building, but Rebecca gets stopped since she can. Like I said, she has the build of a child. And David uses the Sandevistan to sneak Becca in. Then they all enjoy some drinks. Maine tells David that every morning, you don't leave without checking to make sure you are covered. You always check your wallet, your cocksock, and your damn iron. He gives David a gun to be his backup plan, because until he gets more chrome, he's going to need something to protect himself. David and Lucy go for runs to exercise, and of course David does some nude exercises in the shower, as you do. He asks Lucy how old she is, but she doesn't answer. Maine teaches David how to drive. It doesn't go well. Maine asks how things are going with Lucy, says, and uh, of course he means like, clearly there's some attraction between the two of them. David tells Lucy that her age and her abilities don't add up. And she tells him only gonks talk down to somebody about their age. We then cut to Lucy in a bath of neon green liquid. And at first it looked like she was getting off, but I guess I should have... Uh, this might have been covered more in the games on what exactly this is, but it it looks like it's a way for them to like fully get into like data packages or things like that and, and sort of take a look around or even just like a way to connect to like the the broader world and try to get information but uh, apparently you have to also be nude while you're doing it because you're obviously in a tub of liquid kiwi and maine are there helping her and she gets up completely nude and david stares at her Lara puts a robe on her, and as he then tries to grab her titty, it shocks him. David asks about Pilar trying to get with her, and she says that he acts all mentory, and then he gets all grabby, and then so she has to push him off. David tells Maine that she isn't into him, and he's sick of trying to figure out what Lucy wants. David does some target practice with Becca, 
And finally, after the montage is over, David catches up with Lucy during one of their runs. We then cut to our crew with another edge runner crew, and they open a save to show that they have Rebecca tied up in it. David uses the sand devastand to grab her, and of course that causes everyone to blow the other team's head offs. Um, Lucy uses her wires to slice a bunch of arms off, and then they all give each other thumbs up and a job well done. David tells Maine about her taking him to the moon, and Maine says, you don't get much more romantic than that in, uh, in the city here. David goes to Ripper Dock to get himself some cyber lungs. And with all the money David has now, you think you could find a more reliable doctor. Lucy gives him a training chip and says that she has this, there's going to be no more hand-holding after this. Lucy has been running for Maine for about a year, and Kiwi was the one who brought her in. Before that, though, Maine doesn't really care about backstories. So now, as we catch up, David, looking a bit more buff, has spray-painted a logo on the back of his jacket. As they're walking, there is a dude standing up on top of, uh, looks like a shed or something like that, and he's just pissing into the street. And Pilar gets, uh, gets annoyed because this is their territory. Pilar jumps up there, and the man keeps on pissing as his eyes start to glitch. This is your typical sign of somebody who is a cyber psycho. As their eyes start to sort of glitch out of their heads. Pilar says, the guy chromed his dick, and that's gotta hurt. Which, that gets a reaction out of Maine, and he turns, and out of nowhere, Pilar's face explodes. Because the man that's been pissing this entire time had a concealed weapon on him, and he shot and killed Pilar. Yeah. I was not expecting that. David starts up the Sandevistan, which seems more like a knee-jerk reaction to this, as he stands frozen, but it's a scene from the intro of the episode, where we see Kiwi running off, and then Maine is yelling to David to get going. We see that the man who just obliterated Pilar's face turns a gun towards David and fires off a round, so Maine kicks David out of the way. Dorio says they fucking capped him, and Kiri remarks that she has some Pilar on her. Rebecca, of course, having just watched her brother get murdered, runs up guns a-blazing. She tells them, you had no right, and Becca keeps grabbing everyone's guns and firing at the man. Maine tells Kiwi that Becca needs a lullaby-bye, and Kiwi fries Becca. She hits the ground before a bullet can take her out as well. David screams, where is Lucy, and finds that she is right under the guy who distract, who uh, just killed Pilar. He fires at David, who uses the sand devastand to blow a hole right in the side of the guy's temple. David then checks on Lucy, who starts bleeding from her temple, and then the man gets back up, aims his gun at David, and then Maine kicks the guy's head off. Rebecca, now back up, fires at the guy's head, exploding it. She says Pilar was hers to kill. She then shoots the rest of Pilar's head off. Dario, Dario, checks on Lucy, who tells her not to touch her. Maine and Kiwi are going to stay behind and talk to the cops, while Lucy, Dario, and David go to a ripper dock to help Lucy. Maine tells David he liked what he saw back there, and he should stop thinking like a rookie. 
So we go from like a, a nice little montage of them all kind of getting along together to one of them getting their face blown off. But not just that, we got not so much sadness over his death from the crew. Kiwi makes a joke regarding it. Dora is just kind of like astonished by it. Becca obviously is mad, but the reason she's mad apparently was that she wanted to kill him. Her own brother, of course. And David, obviously, he did feel something for uh, for Pilar and seemed to be the only one that really had any kind of uh, reaction to the death that wasn't kind of crazy. It just, it, it really kind of goes to show you that while these guys are a crew, they are not like a family. They're not like even, even this dude's own family didn't want him. And they're, they seem to just kind of brush it off and just move on, which is kind of bonkers. But yeah, once you, when you, when you kind of understand the world that, that they're living in, it makes sense. They arrive at Ripper Docks, and Lucy says she's going in alone. Dora takes off telling David to take Maine's car and get Lucy home after she is done. Lucy arrives back to find David still waiting for her. She doesn't say a word to him, and he drives her home in silence. Lucy starts to go inside her home, but David asks if they can talk. Lucy says it was true that it was the first time she had shown anyone the moon BD. She says she didn't say anything sooner because David was so pissed at her. David says he wouldn't have jumped that psycho if he was holding a grudge against her. But she says, mm, you would have, because you're the type that would jump into a raging fire to save someone, even if it meant that you would get burned. Lucy says it's not that she doesn't think he will make a good edge runner. He already is a good edge runner. She says it's not about making a name for yourself as an edge runner. It's about the name you make for yourself when you die. Edge running is not the life or the end he deserves. David asks how he is any different than her as a rocket starts to take off in the background. Lucy says she doesn't have anywhere to go, and he does. David yells out that he will take her to the moon. He will fly her there himself. She turns and kisses him. They kiss as a rocket takes off, and Lucy says she doesn't want him to die. David returns a kiss and tells her he won't. It's not exactly a promise you can keep. But it's uh, it definitely worked in this instance. Again, it is uh, incredibly interesting that we juxtaposed a dude getting his face annihilated with then the love story of David and Lucy at the end here, and the two of them getting together. Like that's something, and that's it's a, a testament to how well the show is written, and how much I enjoy the the writing on this show. We do have still a couple questions uh, in regards to, like, Dorio and Maine's relationship, which we, I don't know that we saw before, but it's definitely there. And obviously the relationship between Pilar and Becca, if there was a reason why she was the one who wanted to kill him or not, I don't know, but it was definitely interesting. And as the fourth episode in a series that has 10 episodes this one moved fast and it was good though it was good that it moved fast because it definitely was we needed to get sorted to a place where david could hold his own 
and we're kind of now starting to get into a little bit more of the end game of the of the series now. Now, obviously, um, as of right now, from what I've seen, this is just going to be a one season show. That could change, obviously. Uh, that is a very vast world that they created with Cyberpunk, where they can completely create brand new storylines within the world. They can look into different little Easter eggs or different little stories from the from the video games and kind of spawn off from there. Like this, this whole series is essentially based on a bit of dialogue from the game that they expanded out onto as Shung Guy's backstory. So uh, that whole thing is really cool, and I'm excited to see if they are going to make more. This has been a very big success for Netflix, and it has also increased uh, traffic back to the video game as well. As a lot of people, once they started watching it, were going, hey, I still got that game. Let me go ahead and fire that bitch up again. So thank you for listening to this one, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.